This is Together 24-7, episode 32. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, Together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Welcome to another episode of Together 24-7. I'm Barry, your co-host. I'm Catherine, your other co-host. And I'm a little little frazzled, too. Why are you frazzled? Because your parents are here. Don't be frazzled. Because your parents are here for over a week. They take you to dinner. Because your parents are here. Oh, stop complaining. You love them. (sighs) Okay. Shall we get the show started? Um, yeah, did you take your Valium? I did. That's because my did. parents are here. Double. <laughs> <laughs> All so, right. Tell us who's here, Kat. So our guests today are Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy. Okay, what does that mean? So uh, Amy Alton, she is a, an ARNP, and I know the RN is registered nurse, and we'll find out the A and the P later, and Dr. Joseph Alton, MD. A.K.A. So, Joe Alton, A.K.A. Dr. Bones. They are Doom and Bloom LLC. I know the Doom. We're going to find out about the Bloom. So what is it all about? They do medical education and supplies. They've been together for 20 years. Um, and they've been, No, I'm sorry. They've been in business together 20 years, but they're together 18 years. Is that, are you married 18 years or did that flip-flop? <laughs> well, uh, I actually went to work for him because he is a medical doctor and I'm an advanced registered nurse practitioner, but I'm also a certified nurse midwife. So um, I was part of his practice that he owned uh, 20 years ago. And then two years ago or two years after that, we actually fell in love and have been together ever since. Actual marriage has been almost 14 Wow. Those years. Yeah, but never separated for more than either hours or minimal at the most days. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. Wow. And that's yeah. A, that's a yeah. long time to be to, together 24 mm-hmm. 7. So, um, and you still sound like you're smiling. That's impressive. We are. We're oh, yeah. totally in love. Like crazy, like psycho crazy, like the movies you think that doesn't really happen. It does. Ugh, old people in love. Yuck. Stop it. They don't know how old we are. <laughs> oh, you know, we, we, I'm looking at the graduation years and yeah. Yeah, we can do math. Yeah, we, math isn't difficult. I don't think they're as old as us, though. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. So you, Amy, graduated. You have your BSN and your master's degree and all yep. in nursing and, and you're a midwife and you're a registered nurse practitioner. And, and, and you guys have two kids, girls, 27 and 22. Actually, those are my girls. Those, those are your from, girls. Yeah, we both had previous marriages. Okay. And I had three kids all in their 30s. Yeah. And you have three kids all in your 30s. So altogether, there are five kids. Yeah. And for some period of time, they were probably home. Home, yeah. Mm-hmm. And have any of them gone into the medical field or? Nope. 
No. no. Nope. I had actually the youngest of the entire bunch is in her last year of college. She started off pre-med. She did that for a year and a half. Straight A's, 4.0, grade point average, and then decided she just didn't want to do that. So <laughs> she's, she's in a whole other mm-hmm. field. I don't know, marketing, something like that. <laughs> so, somewhere where she doesn't have to spend 24 to 48 hours up all the time taking care yeah. of Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. She's that... probably having flashbacks of mommy not being around for a, a day or so. <laughs> right. Oh. So, so, so none of them have are in your in the medical preparedness uh, business or anything. That's interesting. I, that sounded no. bad. That's yeah. There's nothing yeah, wrong no. with that. Do you see no. me? I am not a CPA. No, you're not a CPA. I have one. Nothing to do with accounting. That's, and that's true. What my that's father true. does. And I don't. So. And I don't run a shoe store. So that. So <laughs> there you have it. There you have it. And, um, and Joe, you graduated med school in 1980. You were a Mensa member. You also are a master gardener. So you're both master gardeners. You've got Mm -hmm. the, uh, um, backyard herbs, vegetables, fruit trees. You raised tilapia. I'm a little jealous because, um, one of our friends is uh, kind of wrote the laws on tilapia and, and all that stuff here in, in Arizona and raising them and everything. So they don't end up in our canals, which they do anyway. But, uh, we haven't we haven't ventured there yet. We do have chickens. No aquaponics. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Oh, now I'm jealous. I uh, want chickens. Yeah. Uh, they're adorable. <laughs> oh, I bet they are. I want them so badly. We talked about that today, actually, on a walk. Are you gonna uh, do I, it? I wanted chickens. You know, they let ducks run around the neighborhood because we're in South Florida, and the HOA doesn't say anything. They don't get rid of them. They, you know, they're just walking around. So I'm thinking, you know, if you let ducks run wild, how come I can't have chickens in my yard? You know what I'm saying? That makes no sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. And, and that's why we have no HOA where we, we live. No we HOA. do whatever we want. That's right. Good for you. I yeah. kind of do whatever I want anyway. <laughs> that's good. Well, you, I, oh, I fought the law and won. I and, actually and fought you them. Won. And you I won. I did. I did. So Doom and Bloom, and that's doomandbloom.net, but we'll go over that later. Um, later? Later. I don't know where that came from. Like five minutes with people from New York, and here I am back again. Um <laughs> After Hurricane Katrina and the 2009 flu pandemic, and those were pretty serious, and you know all the diseases. It's it's not bad enough that you've got um, a, a flood, a hurricane, and then a flood, and then you've got uh, people looting, and then not the right stuff. But then everybody's walking around in the water that's just filled with disease, and there's no way around it. So those are some pretty serious things. Um, tell us a little bit about, you told us how you guys met, which was that you worked for him, but tell us how you went from the medical profession and having that office practice into this business of, you know, group survival, medical uh, preparedness. I, I couldn't think of the word, and it's right uh, there. Preparedness is actually yeah, a, a pretty good med- yeah. medical preparedness, exactly. I guess, is is our focus. So how'd you well, get into that, and, and how did you decide to just stick together, because you worked for him, but Amy, uh, you worked for Joe, <laughs> but how'd you decide to stick together and say, you know what, this is working real good, let's get married? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we uh, wound up... Uh, looking at a lot of the things that were happening in the world and we saw natural disasters like uh, what, some of the things that you just mentioned. I saw Hurricane Katrina, of course. Hurricane Andrew hit us down down here, the, the swine flu pandemic of 2009. We've seen droughts and tornadoes and 
hurricanes and yada yada yada, yada. And, a lot and, of right. stuff and going and on in this world fukushima nuclear meltdowns active shooter events i mean gosh you know uh, terrorist attacks yeah there, but we really started doing this in you know, 2008 right. and 9 right but seriously we we realized that there were a lot of people that perhaps because they didn't know how to deal with medical issues in a in a disaster that perhaps some people didn't have as good an outcome as they might have because the medical personnel, even though they might be there, were unable to reach them because of, let's say, floodwaters and Hurricane Katrina or other other reasons that people couldn't be reached. And we figured if, if we made it our mission to put a medically prepared person in every family for, for any disaster, then we might be able to avoid some preventable deaths and maybe save a life here and there. And since we were retiring from the medical profession, we felt that this was a, a great focus. I the mean, it's better than learning to play golf and less Ugh. less frustrating, I'm sure. Yeah, and, I, I wasn't ready to sit around like and, in a granny rocker. Right. But we had actually had to transition at his practice. He had sold his practice to a, a soulless corporation, and you know we were getting out. We we're done with it. That was like when the paper the people are not the important focus right. and it's just about money uh, we're we're done and we're not like that and so we needed to find something else that would help people and so we just started traveling around speaking at different events um, that turned into um, people asking us to do that uh, right and then that turned into uh, DVDs because they wanted to take our talks home so we had to figure out how to make DVDs that was a lot of fun <laughs> mm. to non-techie people Ask us to uh, do something with your body. We can take care of that uh, computer work. Eh. So we did DVDs and then figured out how to do a, a blog spot for free and wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote. And then we, again, were asked, please put this in a book because your book would be cheaper than an ink cartridge, which made perfect <laughs> sense to us. Well, we have 740 articles on our Current, current. current. That's, yeah. wow. So that turned in the first book and then, you know, we kept writing and that turned another book and just sort of it's it's a metamorphosis that we never, ever, ever started to do. This was one place that we were speaking. It's turned into this. And then I was asked to make medical kits. And I said, well, I love medical supplies. I know what should be in these kits. So I'll make one. Well, one is turned into, I think I have uh, 14. 14 different custom designed i'm always tweaking them um they're all made for different scenarios and they are truly hand-packed by me or an assistant or my husband uh here and we put very high quality equipment in them they are not cheap you know walmart-ish awful medical bags and so, uh, yeah, our, our claim to fame, I guess, really is our book, which is called the Survival Medicine Handbook, and it's essentially a medical and first aid book that assumes that there are no longer any doctors left, there are no longer any hospitals left, that the average person is now the highest medical asset their family has, and the book aims to help the person be effective in that role. And so we we self published it and we thought we'd sell maybe a couple hundred books and uh at this point we've sold over 70,000 wow holy moly wow that, where it shocks book. us more than it shocks you believe me wow <laughs> it's like how did this happen seriously I, you know people some people make all these plans and my life is going to go here and my life's going to do this and do that 
And sometimes the best thing that happens is you just let life lead you and, and trust your gut and what feels right and what is doing the best thing for other people. And, you know, you wind up in a good place. And it sounds like you guys have wound up in a really good place. So you are, you were entrepreneurs, or at least, uh, Dr. Joe, you were an entrepreneur before. Yeah, he started his practice. He started the practice. He owned everything, right. Okay. And Amy, were you at all, um, you know, doing nursing uh, as a nurse practitioner? Did you ever have your own practice or anything like that? No, I I actually could. In the state of Florida, I'm allowed to own a practice Mm -hmm. as long as you have a contract with a physician for backup. You say, you know, a doctor so-and-so, if, you know, I have an issue, I can consult you, you need written protocols for this, and then you can open up your own practice. So I could actually have had a physical location myself. Um, when I did uh, deliveries, I did not have to have a doctor standing over me. My patients were allowed to have epidurals. They were allowed to have their pain medicine. And I could do everything from uh, GYN, which was a big part of our practice, to OB and delivery and postpartum. I can prescribe uh, medications. I could write prescriptions for anything that they needed um, other than um, some narcotics. Right. Which was then you would need a backup. And you need a backup. Well, our primary care physician is, in fact, a nurse, and we love her because it's not in and out. And thank you, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It is a good amount of time, right, that she spends with us. And she actually talks to you and and wants to to know what your problems are rather than where does it hurt? Good, get out of here. Right. Exactly. And that's actually, you know, I'm not trying to defend doctors, but the man sitting next to me, it was exactly like that. And when the practice was sold and these people came through and they said, well, now instead of seeing a few people an hour, you need to see 15 people or 20 people. It became disgusting and awful. And we we just had to walk away because right. we couldn't do it. And so, yes, the man next to me loves uh, to sit and he is an amazing listener the women loved him, which was tough for me. <laughs> but they did. Where's the doctor? Where's the doctor? Where's the doctor? I'm like, oh, you know, it could be busy. Sometimes I had to see them if he was busy doing a surgery or something. Right. Before the era, but he's a good listener, and it's a rare doctor that has his personality. For, for our, unfortunately, for our era, we were actually pretty forward-looking. We were one of the uh, first sort of doctor and midwife uh, integrated practices. Oh, yeah. He was state. the first one in the area to have three nurse midwives and a, a PA. And we're talking about 1994 and 95, 96, yeah, 20 years ago. way early mm-hmm. before anybody else, you know, thought we were great. Well, <laughs> is it possible that he was just trying to find the right one for his wife? Wow. <laughs> wow. That was the complete Freaky, like serendipity. I can't even explain how happy accident strange that was to Mm -hmm. work with someone for two years and not even notice them. And suddenly, like, just some weird spark happened, and we can't explain it. Can't just it's unexplainable that just it happened. (laughs) Weird, it's true. So, that's the way love is. That's the way love is. Boom, there it is. So, yeah, now obviously, there's a division of labor. In the medical practice, there's, yes. you know, and, and uh, Amy, you let us know 
there are so many things that the nurse can do and, and, and where you need the doctor and everything. But now it's totally different. Now it's, you're preparing the kits, you're speaking, you're, you know, you're, you're up on stage. Are you guys up on stage together or are you, and writing the books, it seems like, um, from your bio together. Well, a, a lot of times we won't be because when we go to, when we're invited to speak at these um, events, their expos, they usually give us booth space. So what we do is we bring product demonstrations and a, a lot of people want to talk to us because they have questions. And so instead of leaving the booth empty, which we had done for periods of time, we've now done this, well, he'll go speak about one topic and then maybe the next day or later that afternoon, I'll speak on another topic. Typically, I speak about uh, medical supplies. That's kind of become my specialty um, because I do design these kits, and I've been, you know, very into research and development of exactly what you need. And so I can explain each and every item. People walk down medical supply aisles and they don't know what they're really looking at. So I kind of break that mystery right. of what all these names and, and uses for the supplies are. So that's how we kind of divide um, the speaking yeah, part uh, of it. I do and a I, lot of writing. He does a lot of the writing. Um, I had done some of the videos. Now I feel like I'm too fat, so I'm not doing the videos. <laughs> Which is ridiculous, of course. It's, it's the honest truth, you know. You gain a few pounds, and it's a woman, and it's a vanity thing. But now he's the face of the videos for now. Ugh, the and... face made for radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you have a podcast. That's why you we have a podcast. We do the podcast together. We do our video cast, right. which is a live right. video cast, uh, which is uh, very interesting. First and third Wednesdays. Lots of fun. Of every month. We, huh? we, sh- we share that equally. That's live. Sh- wow, that's that's a... I, do, I, I oh, try to handle the retail part of the store. I have... Uh, our store was in our house. I used... Um, I, I built the business from the business up. You only using money that we were selling things to um, grow it, and so now I've it's grown into actually having its own location instead of being in my house, which meant in my bedroom, in my kitchen, in my family yeah. room, in my living room, in every child's bedroom because now they're grown and gone, um, up to the ceiling, sometimes by the front door. If I had deliveries, so and now that's not now a, I've been able to clear that. Out. Now you've been able to clear. So tell me about oh. some of the other divisions of labor. Um, you know who writes? Who? Well, Joe, you well, write. I do a lot of the writing. And yeah. who I, produces the podcast? Who, tell us about the divisions of labor and and how you check up on each other without being um, ha- overbearing. A mother it? hen. A mother hen. Yeah. Critical. Critical. Yeah, you know what, what? What we do is when we just think about a topic, you know, we sort of almost sort of look at each other, and a light bulb come, goes off at the the same time over both of our heads, and say, "Hey, you know, you should really talk about this, or write about this, or, or write do a about video this, about or this, or do about this, or, or write a book." But about I think this. what she specifically wants to know is, um, let's say we do the podcast. Uh, Joe does the editing for the audio podcast. I actually puts the videos do up. the video part. I have iMovie on my computer. So I do all of the production for the YouTube videos, and he does all the production uh, for the the podcast, okay. and you also do the writing. He does the Facebook sharing, which actually I have a brand new employee. We're tra- I'm trying to move some of that social media sharing 
Because, of course, whenever you produce something new, you need to tell the world about it. That's right. So uh, people have put us in how many Facebook groups? Like 200. We're in like 200 Facebook groups. We didn't ask, but, you know, people say, well, they have some great information. Let's add them to our group. So we want to share the article or the podcast or whatever it is. So you find yourself spending an hour, hour and a half sharing on Facebook. So he was doing that. Now I'm try- I'm going to be moving that to uh, my new employee, thank goodness I have an employee. We're finally starting to be able to this delegate some stuff. This has been a true so mom and pop. We have done more creative. everything. Uh, you, he's the one who actually will um, burn the DVDs. I just got a, a DVD uh, burner that you could just throw the the CDs in, the blank ones, and it will print the label, and it will burn the CD, and it comes out, and then he puts it in the case. <laughs> So let's see what else we can divide. Um, I tell, think that's well, probably that tell act. me how you check up on each other. So you guys have a, a good division of labor, um, the back office, front office. How do you check up on each other? What, well, the funny what, thing about it is that you say that, really. but you know what? We, we really don't. I mean, we, we trust that we trust that we're on the same page. We, we are, we're enough I'm on the same page. I think that totally we, on the same we page. very rarely have any disagreements with no. regards to, to the direction no. of the business or... He'll see an order come through, let's say, on the email, and he'll say, oh, honey, uh, did you see this order? And most likely I've already either seen it or it's being sent out. I'm like, oh, I already printed the label. You know, it's gone. He's like, okay, great. And he's not saying it like, hey, did you see this order? He's saying, hey, there's an order here. Did you catch that? You know, it's, it's right, right. A, a, right. we're very much in a, a friendly sense of, um, can I help you with that? He'll, if he writes an article, I tend to be the editor. And so I will look at it and I'll think, okay, does this sentence structurally make sense? Uh, is there a different word that we could use here or there? Maybe we, we could reword it slightly. Uh, mostly, I'd say 95% of the time, it's absolutely perfect. But I'll give him ideas. And he can choose to veto it. Right. We also <laughs> uh, get a lot of questions every day. On email, so oh, yeah. we share that we have to share that and whatever seems to. Uh, she likes uh, the herbalism, uh, or and also supplies topics more uh, more than I do. So she talks about that and she'll answer those questions and supplies. She'll answer that if you like uh, to talk about antibiotics, yeah, and shelf life, right, and uh, you Sometimes. know strategies when for austere austere settings. And if they have any questions about the store, or any of the products, I always answer that. So we have really, it's, it's uh, you know. You have a system people, and it works. If people yeah, came into our lives, they would just be amazed that, that there are two people that get along so well. I mean, we do fight, but it's usually over, I don't know, something stupid. And like five minutes later, it's gone. It's over. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So what was your biggest entrepreneurial, and I'm going to, call it a disagreement i'm not going to call it a fight because i don't think you guys have ever fought a day in your life oh we know we have no we have we, a couple we I, do believe we me i'll say okay what the biggest fight i i know i know what it was when i wanted to get everything out of this house and have a warehouse but i didn't want the warehouse to be 30 minutes away well 30 minutes away is a lot cheaper than five minutes away where we live and I said, well, if you make it 30 minutes, you, because we do like to be so close to each other and we don't want to be apart, 
I said, well, I'm going to be gone. It's going to be a 30-minute drive. I'm going to have to be there. So you're going to have to come with me because I'm not going by myself because I don't want to be away from you for that long. And he's like, no, you have to go by yourself. I said, well, I'm not ready to have a full-time job again. So I'm going to get an office near here. And he didn't like the price of it. And I said, right. well, tough. Well, live in a nice area. <laughs> that was a fight. That was that, a fight that, for a while. He finally gave up. And then we uh, just recently we <laughs> offered uh, a radio show and we're we've been sort of Having difficulties, sort of, trying to figure That's out how we can fight, stretch ourselves. That's not a fight. I guess not. But you're more, you're more to doing it. I'm more. Maybe I don't know if we should do it. I mean, because we have so many other things going on. I say the biggest fight that we have on a weekly basis is that one of us, mostly you, will shut the television off when I'm not tired yet. I'm not kidding. That riles me so much. I'm like, and the reason why is because (laughs) it makes me cry. If I don't do that, then I'll wake up at three in the morning and the television's still on, and she's snoring (laughs) (laughs) on the side of the bed. (laughs) You know, there's two things to resolve that. Number one, just turn on Ancient Aliens. That puts us right out. Yeah, we love the show, but it puts us right out. There's there's, (laughs) the narrator has this. Very soothing voice that makes you go to that special place in your mind. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we're done. <laughs> oh, that's num- or number two, most TVs have a sleep timer on them where you could just set that. They're no, not technical. Did you remember the, remember the whole thing in the beginning that they yeah. burn their own CDs and they're like thrilled with themselves? They, yeah. Their setup, I promise you, is not your office, which no. is no. a no. technological nightmare for me. No, <laughs> no. We go, keep it simple. Where's the on-off switch, okay? Right, there you go. <laughs> we well, do know how to record shows, though. I will say that. Well, that, That's that good. comes in handy when you do a podcast. Yes, right. <laughs> we, we, we've learned a lot more technical stuff than uh, the beginning. We're, we're getting there. Well, good. Now, with, with the entrepreneurial fight that you had or ha- the ones that you've had, do they carry over into your personal life? No, oh, not at all. Mm-mm. No. Is, do you just have a switch that you turn off and say, look, we're going in the kitchen now and stop talking about it? Or does it get yeah, resolved before I, we it We resolve it. We okay. just resolve yeah. it. Yeah. We let it go. Like if, we're, if we don't agree on something, which normally we can come to some conclusion and finish it, um, we just let it go and forget about and it. And we go to the next topic. Just forget there's, about it. For us, there's always something We'll put it to rest. New, something it's like, else to talk about. We, it took us a while to make the decision about the office. And so it would be heated because I would be like screaming like I have to get this out of my house and it's driving me crazy and I can't take it anymore. And he'd be like, fine, but you have to go far away. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. And then we just say, okay, you know what? We can't solve this right now. We have to not talk about it. And because we have so many But we have other projects things that we can on. progress on. Right. We have so many other projects right. that we need to do. Like I need to produce the YouTube videos and he needs to write articles. We can't bog ourselves down in uh, petty little stuff like that. We you talk about it and just move on. That's that's good advice. I like and that. And the end result is Amy wins. And, well, <laughs> I, the end she result is I win, too. So there's that. I don't um, know. He gets to turn the television, television off pretty early every night. <laughs> There's that. But I, I, I think that the, the nugget for our listeners, especially those that are looking at their, their spouse or significant other going, should we do this, is, you know, just let it go and maybe pick it up later and resolve it. Don't let it 
Don't let it fester. That's oh, heck really, no. heck no. There is nothing in this world physically that is worth ruining your relationship. There is nothing more important than your relationship and your love and your affection for each other. Mm-hmm. Nothing else matters. The entire house could burn down. The business could lose all of its money. I don't care. It's not going to change our happiness. You cannot tie up your relationship and your happiness with crap, with stuff. Physical stuff does not make you happy. It doesn't make your relationship better. Nothing does that. You have to, there's such a sacred thing that you have to protect it no matter what. And, and you just cannot tie it up with, with physical results. Like, oh, we'll be happy when we make X dollars. Or we'll be happy if we get to go on this vacation. Or I'll be happy if he buys me this size diamond. Or I get this purse or that car. The, no, that's not when you're happy. You're happy now or you'll never be happy. With the exception of getting a universal remote control. Other than that, we're in good shape. Ah, there you go. You know what? Get up off the couch and turn the television. Yeah. It doesn't change love. <laughs> well, you can't get up and change the television from the television anymore. That's well, true. there is an on-off you're, you're, button. You're, you're, you're showing your age you're now. Showing your age. Yeah, now. I know. No, there I are. Know. Oh, okay. Well, okay. but television's not that old. You, you can change. How old we are? Our email. How old and, we are? We're not that old. Email ends in aol.com. I'm so sorry. <laughs> At AOL.com. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> well, you know, as long as you're proud of it, that's all that really counts. I won't judge you much. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You We're, know what? That Stuff like that doesn't matter to me. It just doesn't matter. I, I don't care. I'm I, happy. It sort of matters I, to me. My, so. my, 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 but my email works, and that's what matters. That's it. I get, yes. That's exactly. So now you, you guys have touched on it, well, more than touched on it, but tell us some, some of the other joys that you experience being together 24-7. Tell our listeners how it changed your lives. We found somebody who understands us, who, who gets us. Everyone feels like no one gets you. And when you're a teenager, when you're young and you're growing up, it's like there's no one else in your head. It's just you. And you can't communicate you when you're a teenager, because the other person doesn't care. If it's a, if you're a girl, the boy just wants sex. He does not, he doesn't care who you are. Then you go to college, and then you tr- also try to explain to guys who you are. And some of them care, some of them don't care. Um, and then you may or may not end up marrying somebody who understands who you are. And when you meet somebody who just gets you, who looks at you, and you just go, ugh make a sound, and they know there's something deeply bothering you, but you haven't said a word, that's everything. It's everything. It really, it, it's it's rare. And, again, it's just such a weird. Yeah, it's rare to have that connection. We, it really is. And that works. We made that connection. And that um, works really well. We made that us. connection actually through um, the what? computer. Originally, yeah, you're. Oh, so you're saying we're opening up the secrets here. Waves or or something come emanating from the computer that that melded our minds. No, we. we, I got an an email account, and Uh I think what was there was some kind of IMing or some chat thing that came up in 1995. 
And so we, I said, oh, I got a computer, and they have this new thing, and do you have a computer? And he says, yeah, I have a computer. And I said, oh, do you, are you on this site? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, we should talk, because I didn't have anybody else that I was, that I knew had a computer, and I could do this chat thing. So I'm like, oh, this would be so much fun. Having we, said that, I don't think that chatting. in general that's an awesome way for people, people to meet. This oh, is how well, people, well, hold on. Now. Wait, I, I, this is how yeah, this is how people meet now as they talk on the computer. This is how people met in 1995. This is how also. we met. That's how we met. It's it might okay. have been a BBS, a bulletin board system, which is a closed system, and that's how yeah. we met. Um, we yeah. chatted on the computer, and we didn't know each other. We chatted See? on the computer. We absolutely did not know each other. Um, we spoke on the phone because there was no texting then, and I still get annoyed with people who text entire conversations, but that's oh, yeah. a whole other story. And I was excited that some girl wanted me to call her. Right. I gave him my... I gave him <laughs> That my, is exciting. So this is, this is the scenario. I gave him my phone number. I said, I think I have enough time to tinkle. I did not. I'm like, let the phone ring. Let the answering machine get it. This guy is desperate. <laughs> 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 but we, we met... Uh, you picked me up for lunch. I, I had my office mate take a good look at you in case there had to be an APB sent out. And we had lunch in a public place. That's awesome. And that was 20 years ago. And that's exactly what happened to us. In 1995, I got a computer. He had one. We started talking. We Again, we were working together right. in a professional non-romantic way whatsoever. I, you know, I didn't look at him that way at all. And we just started opening up. There's things that you can say on a computer, an intimacy that you can't get just, you know, face to face with people. Well, and there's the safety of anonymity. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. And, and you just get to know somebody in the silliest ways and, and we fell in love. Aw. Aw. <laughs> There's a little tear in my eye. Stop. <laughs> Stop. No, that, it's a great story. It is. I love it's it. It's a very good story. So um, tell our listeners one or two things that you do to separate your family time from your business time. To separate family time from business time. Well, we always have uh, – we do have family in the area, and so we always make sure that we – get together uh, on a regular basis. I have a brother. Uh, uh, she has a, uh, her dad is, is and his, her stepmother. And so we try to get together regularly to, and that once we do that, we really don't talk business at all. Otherwise we, tend, we go to the movies. We, we go to the movies. Of we course. go for walks. We do a lot of that. We, we do, do walking. Actually it's cooling off enough here to do some bike riding. We're going to be start, start that up. We do that every winter. We'll watch, um, we're in South we Florida. History shows. We're in South Florida. So we love history shows. Here. Oh, yeah, so do we. Oh, we're, and we love vacations, but yeah. our vacations a lot of times are work. But when we're at, at these work, let's say we were we went to Niagara Falls. That we were invited to a show. We were invited to be the keynote speakers, and we, so we went to Niagara Falls, the Canadian side, and we did our booth thing. But we went three days early, and we went to Niagara Falls, well, and, and we visited the, the whole area. Uh, sure, sure. So that was good. So we, we also we have break hobbies. It up. We went we- to. Yellowstone, or not? No, we went to Grand Canyon right, on one right. of our trips. Right, we have, and and we also like to collect um, old books. We have a lot of nineteenth century books, actually some eighteenth century books. Wow. When we travel uh, to Europe, we yeah. guess we look for old, really old books. Old books, yeah. Or like up in, we got a lot so of that, them in Virginia. We think that's really cool. Yeah. 
So we, so we have a lot of gardening. We love a lot of similar gardening. hobbies. We both we're Grow both food. master gardeners. We just planted uh, in South Florida. This is our agricultural summer right. coming up. Same I mean, here in win- Phoenix. It's winter, winter for you guys, but oh, oh, well, because you you're in Arizona, you right? Said? Phoenix, Arizona. So yeah, yeah we it, just put our garden in a couple right. of months ago. Well, there you go. So you know, we yeah, have you our, understand right yep. now is when we plant, and so we have a lot of things going. Uh, Going up, we we uh, visited uh, the Urban Farming Institute yesterday, so that's sort of an, a common interest. We like of to go ours. to museums and botanical gardens. Yep, and I like to go visit nurseries to mm-hmm. see what they're growing. I think that's a lot of right. fun. We like watching uh, history specials. Yeah, a lot of history. Things like that. Well, he's like a history buff. He knows everything about everything. And so I have to <laughs> learn. I, I want a piece of his brain inserted in mine to make it easier. Download it, but it's not possible. Well, that's why you so. sleep next to each other for osmosis. <laughs> there it, you go, right. It works I out try. Well. <laughs> I touch his head. I'm like, give me the information. <laughs> right. Yeah, and it doesn't work. It's <laughs> not. So tell us what business books would you recommend for our listeners since you guys you know you're doing a lot of speaking you're doing a lot of the the preparedness stuff what type of business books are do you read that you would recommend we have to remember you have to remember that never the majority of our income has been through royalties from our writings we had a new york times bestseller uh called the ebola survival handbook which um uh which we put out during the ebola crisis uh we have the survival medicine handbook I mean, a lot of a lot of the a lot of our income comes from that so i would almost have to say elements of style <laughs> you know the the books that you read in english class that taught you how to write i would have to say is for for me as a nonfiction writer uh have turned out to be the most useful and the most lucrative um okay books that i've ever read all right well we didn't read any business books at all. We have not, there's not a single book in this, in this library. And we have, we're literally surrounded right now by hundreds and hundreds of books. I'm we might have a book not kidding. Said, we might have a, a book that, about self-publishing. Okay. Yes. Maybe self-publishing, but then we use create space. So that solved that problem. But I would say the, the biggest, um, the biggest thing that made us successful is connecting with people. The the traveling and the speaking to people to actually meet groups of people, large groups of people, and talk to them and have them identify you as a human being and not just somebody who's trying to throw a sales pitch at them is key. Is it, it's it's beyond key. I know we've been to groups of people who are having business meetings and they're trying to come up with strategies on how to sell, and and they don't have a connection, personal connection with people, but they want to sell them stuff. Right. And so what they do is they make stuff and then they try to connect with people. But while they're connecting with people, they're actually doing the sales pitch. So we started just talking. Just everything was free. Just meeting people. Go and right. speak for free. Go Here, and read our free articles. Read Look our, at our free our YouTube free blog videos. spot. Here's our free videos. Um, the only reason we start the first thing we ever saw was the DVD was because people asked us, I really want to take like this lecture home. So we just have been providing the service based on what people asked us to give them. I think it's hard to say, I want to sell this. And you don't know anybody. So, I don't so know how people been, do that at all. You, yeah. oh, Social connections are so important. You have to talk to people. Not only... It's in person, but on Facebook, you have to communicate with people. 
offer your email, right? And we tell people every time we speak, here is our email. We wake up in the morning, we get cups of coffee, we flip two computers open, and we go straight to email. Right. And if you've got a question, we're going to answer it. Right. We learn and as much. And if you call me, I'm going to call you back. And you know, we learn as much from other people as we they learn from us. So we're always learning something, and people feel that they're giving us some something of value, their experience doing this thing or that thing, and uh, and they're getting something from us in terms of our experience and, of course, our educational materials and our medical supplies and, and things like that. So so we put ourselves in, uh, they know I, we're real I guess, people. an enviable, enviable position. I mean, we're really, I think, they just know we're real the medical people. preparedness experts for the country. And, yeah. there, and there you go. That That's the, that's the closing line right there. That's it. Well, relationship building. I mean, that's what we do, too. Absolutely. It's, we don't believe in sell, selling. Yeah. Sales is, has changed so much since, like, we were kids watching TV and, you know. Oh, yeah. No, you don't see the full of brush guy coming door to door anymore. No. no. Oh, yeah. If you, if you build the relationships, the sales will come. Absolutely. Right. People, or people will ask you to make stuff. Can you make me this kind of kit? Can you produce this? Uh, you, you know what you guys should do this or you should do that. And they'll give you the ideas and... You know, there we have. I have this huge list of things that people want from us, and we're only two people. We're just and trying it's to impossible for us to do to everything they want us to do. But we do try. Absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and move on now to the food round. We're out of business mode. Now we're going into food okay. mode. So food, yay food, yay food. We all need it. Uh, okay, tell. Yeah. <laughs> tell tell us what is either your favorite meal to cook together. Or your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant. Did you hear that? She doesn't cook. She's like me. Oh, reservations. Your favorite Uh, restaurant to make reservations at. (laughs) The favorite. Wow. Our favorite. Well, well, the reason I don't cook right now is I I actually don't have a kitchen. Literally, I I have nothing. They just put drywall up and I haven't had a a kitchen since April 30th. Oh, my gosh. We had a pipe burst under the foundation. I'm going to be lucky if I get it before Christmas time. So, so everything we're doing is pretty much good. We go out or if, if we're okay, not doing my favorite so. food is Thai or Japanese. I love sushi. I love Thai food, spicy. And there's a favorite restaurant. It's called The Moon. It's in Weston, Florida. And I would eat it every single day because everything is so fresh and so delicious. Mm-hmm. And when he asked me where I want to eat, I always say the moon. And so when he says, like, where would you? To the moon? No, he says, <laughs> what he says for, he says now is, where would you like to eat not the moon? <laughs> <laughs> to the moon, Alice. <laughs> and I say, where do you want to eat? And he'll say, Burger King. No, I won't say it. But I- <laughs> I have had an occasional Whopper here and there, but yeah. but right, what's I, your favorite? food? My then? favorite food is really probably Cuban food. Oh, oh so you like barbecue? There. That I have, Sunny's barbecue. I have a Hispanic extraction, so uh, I have it's sort of a comfort food for me. Well, good. And then likes, to, yeah. to to accompany it, red, white, or beer. Mm, uh, actually, something called Iron Beer, which is a a soft drink that's put out exclusively uh, by the Cuban community. He doesn't drink. I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a lot of fun for me. Woo-hoo! <laughs> I, I get if, to drive her around a lot. <laughs> I, I used to drink wine a, a lot more than I think I have an allergy to it. So I kind of stopped drinking wine like a year and a half ago. Um, but if I have wine, it is white. 
is my favorite. Excellent. Sauvignon Blanc. I would say I, I like white wine if I'm going to drink a lot. Riesling but I like port drink. if I'm going to be port. just drinking. Oh, oh port. We port. love, we love yeah. port. Yeah, port, port is good. Port's like a Christmas Eve thing for him mm-hmm. or Thanksgiving. Yep. Yep. Yeah, special a couple days ways. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> well, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break to hear from our sponsors who love us so much. They do, and we love them. They do. So we'll be right back. Hello, listeners. We know that many of you are tuned into the show because you're looking to start a business with your spouse or life partner. If the business you're looking for is to help small businesses grow and prosper, if you're concerned about economic ups and downs, if you want a business to business company. Well, then you want to start your own barter exchange. Want to learn more about what a barter exchange is? Don't even have the foggiest clue? Then go to www.barter21.com forward slash together. That's www.barter21.com slash together for your free ebook and a $150 discount certificate to their Launchpad Plus setup and training. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Welcome back. And today we're going to have one of our guests, Amy Alton, give the pet peeve (laughs) of the day. Amy, go ahead. Let us have it. (laughs) Okay. Food service industry workers of the world, please, please, please change your gloves after you drop something and you're making food or after you touch money. Money is filthy. Or you touch your face or you scratch a part of your body that you shouldn't be scratching, change your gloves. I see it all the time. I saw it um, yesterday when we went to this urban farm. They were making a salad for everybody. And the guy had these gloves on, and he scratched his nose, and then he promptly stuck his gloved hands into the giant salad bowl for, like, 20 people and tossed it all around. Ew. Yes. It is disgusting. I mean, he had yeah. gloves on, you know. Yeah, and I know, I know. And then, and, and then he had a couple of assistants, and she goes to grab a glove, one of them, and drops it on the floor, picks it up, and puts it on her hand. But oh, she's going to serve food with this. The only the thing that gets me is these people think that they're protecting themselves. When you're wearing gloves, it's even for medical professionals. It's not about protecting us. It's about protecting. Either the the open injury that you're caring for so you don't get your filthy, disgusting hand bacteria in there, or when you're touching food that you don't get your disgusting hand bacteria in the food. It is to protect the food 
that you're serving someone else. So change your gloves. If you touch the microwave door, that's filthy. If you touch a utensil, that's dirty. They have to be changing their gloves so frequently. I see people with these gloves on. Looks like they haven't changed them in eight hours, and they're sweaty underneath. They're just so gross. Oh. So that is a big pet peeve. It's disgusting. But she doesn't feel strongly about it. No, no apparently it's, not. Apparently it's, you not. Know, it's just eh, a little yeah, bit. A little just bit of a pet. Eh. Just a little okay. bit. <laughs> so here's, here's where, guys, thank you so much for being on our show. You were a blast. Um, here's where we can, we, you... Our listening audience, I sometimes forget that we're not just doing this in a closed room. Um, yeah. Our listening audience can get in touch with uh, Amy and Joe. www.desert, uh, desert, doom and bloom. And I'll tell you why I said desert, because desert bloom is something out here. Doomandbloom.net, just like us, it's .net. Doomandbloom.net, Twitter, at Prepper Show, Facebook, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy. Uh, the Survival Medicine Group is on Facebook that you could be a part of, and their YouTube is Dr. Bones Nurse Amy Channel. They also have a podcast called the Joe and Amy Podcast. So if you want to learn about medical preparedness, um, if you want to learn about you know what to do if a medical professional can't get to you, and there are, like, you know, it's it's not... Always terrorists. You mean exactly. like when you Nature. slice half of your pinky off on the mandolin when you're preparing dinner? Oh, that was horrible. But fortunately, Ooh. we were able to get over to. Uh, or did I? I just sent you out with your bleeding hand. Or no, no, I, you went. Oh, I went. Yeah. Okay, because I would send you. But yeah, he did that, that so, when we were so. having when we were having company over. Because why should I use the mandolin guard? I mean, what is that for? It's just getting in my way. And then half his pinky came off. Oh, and yes, we did slice the tip of it. And then that's uh, all. and, and uh, yes, everything got thrown out, Amy. Just in case you were wondering, it was a um, wonderful cucumber salad. It was a wonderful <laughs> cucumber <laughs> salad that was no half more. Half of a finger or something. Yes, the bloody salad dressing. The bloody. Go. Well, you got to realize it's a mandolin, so it's sliced so fast. There was no blood in it, just finger. Yeah, oh. everything got thrown out. Everything got thrown out. and uh, and But see, I was able to get to Walgreens. You were. And this is for when you can't get to Walgreens. Absolutely. Like when you're at Katrina. So, guys, thank you so much. Um, all this information is going to be on the show notes. And uh, and that will be together247.net slash podcast slash 32 or just go to together 247.net you'll yeah, you see can it all find there it's pretty easy yeah so thank you guys for being on the show thank uh you. we had a great time and we will catch everyone next time thank you so much you guys be safe okay. thanks for having us we want to thank you again for listening be sure to go to itunes to subscribe to our podcast rate it and review it and if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.